0: What's going on, guys? This episode sponsored by Athletic Greens. It's a green powder that's very, very healthy. You throw in water. I drink this stuff every morning. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/op. Guess what I'm going to do for you here, Lord? Buying into that old gag. I find it so easy to be funny that it, it pisses people off. So you write, imagine I'll be trying to be funny. All right, how about I just do this? You tell me... Be honest with yourself, sir. You tell me this is not funny, loser. Now, when Ivanka's gonna, she's about to pop. She's due in two, three weeks. So, wow. Uh, yeah, that's why she's off the trail for the for she's, the moment. It's- she's so hot, bro. <laughs> 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 wow. That's yeah, right. He says that about his own sister. Uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This just went downhill fast. So. <laughs> I I, I was thinking it is walking into the lion's den, but uh, there's something wrong with saying your sister's hot. Yes, Uh, (laughs) yes. When you say it like that, look look at the time. (laughs) Face, hey Lord, face—an example right there—and there's hundreds of others, sir. I hope it was worth it because guess what? Guess what's happening now? Uh, Blood. Goodbye, sir. And with that we say good afternoon everybody, welcome to my little, my little live stream that seems to be uh, a wonderful, wonderful thing for certain people. What's up Jennifer Furr, oh I hit Nick first, Nick you're not first though, you're second. Jennifer Furs gets bragging rights today, she is first on the uh, the Facebook, you got Tim McConnell, you got R- Rachel, Scott Watson, what's up Jamie Lynn, how are you, Louis, uh, Louis Shans? Milt Miranda, R.J. Hinners, uh yo, 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 how's the truck? Dig out yet? I'll tell you right now there, R.J. Hinters. thanks for asking. Um, I made a great decision by allowing this, quote, blizzard. We didn't get much in uh, New York. I, I don't even know. Does anyone know the, the final total for the snow in New York City? I think it was like eight inches, something like that. Uh, way out east, oh, my God, over two feet. But I decided, yes, to leave my truck on the streets of New York City and allow it to be plowed in. I made the decision to leave the car where it was because the garage was asking about $80 a day. And you might think, all right, so park it for one day, you you cheapskate. It's not one day. The problem is uh, the storm hits Saturday. What are we up to, Monday? So Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And uh, certainly, let's add tomorrow, definitely. Um... There's no parking out there. All the cars are snowed in, so you can't find a parking space. So if I put it in the garage as the storm hit on Saturday, that would look, that would look like a nice move, right? And then you you pay the uh, you pay the eighty dollars, and then you take it out of the garage and you put it back on the street. Nah, 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 nah. All those plows came through and uh, basically buried every car. So now you gotta wait for this, uh, this snow to um, to melt. We're already three days in technically, so it would have been eighty, one sixty, two forty, and then tomorrow definitely. So it would have cost me at least three hundred twenty dollars just to get the car off the street for this stupid snowstorm. So, uh, with that said, you know it's buried, and uh, I, I'm I'm gonna assume that by. Thursday, uh, We should be good to go. And uh, there you go. I saved a whole bunch of money. Money, money, money. Weird storm. Totals varied so widely. Yeah, right on, Pat Duffy. DQ, hey, hope ever since you brought up Stern's low-com voice actor in his interviews, it's impossible not to notice. So predictable. He's trying to set up the interviewee to get comfortable. Thank you, DQ. And I'm very good at picking, picking up on these weird little uh, things. Yeah, the Stern just lowers his voice. It's like, well, so, uh, 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 and you know, you know, there is going to be a doozy of a question coming because he's just trying to, trying to like lull them into a sense of security, and then he's bam, he hits him with something. Oh my god, I got in a, I, I got in another, I got in another altercation. I, I, for the people that have been with me for a while, I, I, I don't have to re-explain the full thing, but. Doggy got attacked really bad by a dog in uh, the dog park. It was—I uh, don't even know what kind of dog it is, but it was—it was, uh, it was uh, very. It was all white and had extremely, extremely long hair. And this dog is incredibly vicious. And uh, Doggy, I think it was—I uh, want to say last spring he was in there, and this dog attacked so bad it ripped fur out of Doggy. And the uh, the owner was oblivious, and I said something at the time, like "What the f? Take care, of, you know, you, the crap you say without wanting to knock someone's teeth out in front of everybody." So you you try to find that line. Anyway, I'm walking doggy yesterday, and all of a sudden we we come upon that exact dog coming our way, and doggy just he just freezes. He's like he knew. He's like I don't want anything to do with that psycho right there. That dog. The owner saw. What was going on? On, excuse me. His dog was already in full growl, like he wanted at doggy, and he picks him up. So I can't help myself. I haven't seen the guy since. I go, yeah, I'm glad you picked him up because your dog attacked my dog at the dog park. And he goes, No, he didn't. I go, Yes, he did. And uh, and, uh, he goes, I haven't been to that dog park in a year. And I go, no, I I wonder why your dog attacks all the dogs are there. Because when it happened to my dog, uh, a few other people, after they ran over, everyone else ran over but the owner. uh, Everyone ran over, and then they started telling me, yeah, that dog is effing out of its mind wild. Uh, Anyway, the guy goes, "It, it wasn't my dog. I haven't been to the dog park in a year. I go, it was your dog. Are you kidding me? You're holding him right now as he's trying to jump out of your hands and, and attack my dog right now I, I mean let's just stop this right he goes I haven't been there in a year it had to be someone else <laughs> so <laughs> so I say no it was you you still don't shave your neck properly <laughs> Because what I remember about the owner, I would never forget him. But the one thing that gave it away, he's like, has that old man shave thing where he has just blotches like here and here and here. And yesterday when I saw him, he still had the blotches. I go, oh no, it was you. I remember. I remember your neck and how you don't shave it properly. And he's like, I haven't been to the dog frog in like a year. He goes, that's why I avoid you. I'm like, what are you talking about? What do you mean that's why I avoid you? How would you know... So he blew it at that moment in time because he knew that we had a major problem at the dog park. He sees me every once in a while in the neighborhood because he obviously lives around here. And he gave himself away when he said, that's why I avoid you. Because he sees us coming and he knows his dog just wants to beat the shit out of my dog. And the whole time as I'm having this interaction and I hit him with the bad neck shave thing, his dog is just foaming at the mouth and trying to get... Free, so he could uh, take another chunk uh, from Doggy. <laughs> this is the truth. Furry mittens. Dogs are terrible. I once saw a dog eating the vomit from its uh, com- comatose, drunk owner's jacket. Oh yeah, man. You think you think your dog is domesticated and all that? Just you just walk them around, and the stuff they will do. I saw a lady. I was on the electric scooter going to get the kids and she had the cutest dog possible man the dog was like this it was one of those tiny dogs but it wasn't a yip yap tiny uh tiny dog and also the uh, the dog is doing something on the side sniffing you know uh, like what dogs do and exploring and she's just walking thinking she's got the best dog in all of New York City right all of a sudden i hear oh my god no and she she takes the leash and pulls the dog hard away from something And then they take off. So I'm like, I got to see what it was. It was a dead rat. (laughs) The dog, this cute dog that could easily win an award at the uh, dog, that dog show they do at Madison Square Garden. Uh, The Westminster. She had that type of dog. It had a little bow in its hair. And uh, boy, was she disappointed when she realized at that moment that that dog is a wild animal no matter how you look at it. Oh, that was great. She goes, "Oh my God, no!" And just yanks the, the leash to, to to make sure the dog uh, left the dead rat alone. Why would you ever go to a dog park? You have evidence of people's stupidity. Ah, uh, nah. The overwhelming majority of people that go to the dog park are uh, are very nice. Man, i I've I've, uh, I've struck up some very nice conversations at the dog park, and every once in a while, you don't get a match. Um, I've been the victim of that as well. My dog's in there and all of a sudden the smell's not right and he loses his mind a little bit. And instead of just keeping the dog in the dog park, I put him back on a leash and I get the hell out of there, man. Uh, Jennifer first. Opie, you need a chaperone with you at all times. Well, yeah, I do. I do. I've been, I've been, uh, I, I've been coming in a little hot lately. I, I teased this. I don't know if I could talk about this one. In the end, it was fine. But I almost, uh, I almost attacked a federal employee over a squeaky door. <laughs> and now the most annoying door in New York City. <laughs> I got, I got to, I got to leave that one for another day. But uh, it got close. Especially when the guy uh, said, uh, what do you think, I'm a maintenance man? I'm like, no, it's just that, this, that you guys don't notice the squeaky door. And then uh, another lady behind the, uh, the counter, I'm kind of given away by these little details. She goes, cuckoo, cuckoo. I go, are you talking to me? Are you nuts? And then she got scared and she started, she like threw her friend under the bus and said, no, I'm talking to my friend, I'm talking to my friend. It was so obvious that I had the nerve to talk about this squeaky door, door excuse me. It could be the worst door in all of New York City. i got to stop there for now because it was was a little ugly, a little ugly. What about Neil Young's latest uh, rail against Joe Rogan? Well, I I do believe that at times Joe Rogan puts uh, some uh, misinformation out there. He's, uh, you know, a lot of anti-vaxxers are uh, really uh, big fans of the Rogan. Uh, but I believe Rogan can spew whatever he wants. I don't think he should be censored whatsoever. And I'm, I said this the other day. I think it's part of the latest episode of the podcast. I talk about how great Spotify must be to work for because they don't cave to the special interest groups. We work for a lot of companies that you got a couple complaints, and um, all of a sudden the company would cave and get rid of them. Like these people mean nothing. They don't even they don't even fucking buy you buy the products you guys are selling. Just just ignore them. And eventually, I say it over and over again: the circus will leave your town and go somewhere else. And Spotify understands that, and they're, you know, standing with their their guy Joe Rogan and allowing him to uh, speak his mind on on a bunch of these heavy topics. And you know, some of the stuff I absolutely don't agree with, but I will I will I will defend his right to 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 uh, discuss those topics in any way he wants. And then Neil Young basically told Spotify, and I love Neil Young. I mean, down by the river, I shot my baby. How about Powderfinger? I can I can name a hundred Neil Young uh, Neil Young songs right now, but a couple things. Fuck Neil Young for two things, because wasn't he the guy that said you know, rocking in the free world? He sounded like a guy that that uh, hated uh, corporations and and fucking general. So sh- he should understand. That uh, Joe Rogan has the right to say what he fucking uh, wants to say. And it it shows that he's a baby that he's trying to get Spotify to make a choice between Joe Rogan and his music. That's like, as we used to say growing up, that's bad pool right there. That's bad fucking pool. Uh, Neil Young, he he certainly um, has an opinion. And if he doesn't like what Joe Rogan is saying, that's fine. And he should counter that shit with what he has to say. But to try to force uh, Spotify, a big corporation, by the way, fucking Neil Young wasn't into corporations. If, you, if you've if you done your research, uh, but to basically uh, give uh, uh, Spotify an ultimatum, that is not good. Not good at all. And I love Neil Young, but he's wrong on this. He's absolutely wrong. And then the other thing uh, about Neil Young, I'm going to give you the, the second F you to Neil Young. I only saw him once, I think, in concert. And he didn't play one fucking song I knew in the first hour. Not one. Because he decided, but he doesn't tell everybody because he charged full price. He decided this particular show in New York City, I want to say it was at uh, the Beacon Theater, but I'm not positive about No, I don't know. Eh, it doesn't matter to most of you. So whatever. One of the One of the venues. He decided to play a lot of rare tracks, a lot of B-sides, um, but he didn't really tell anyone. We all went in thinking we're eventually going to hear Southern Man or or, or what or what have you, and he didn't play any of these fucking songs. And the guy, I've told this story a few times. <laughs> so he's playing song after song that's unfamiliar. And the guy in front of us, he was so excited. He was obviously a, a Neil Young super fan. And at first, he's just dealing. He's like, ah, oh, you know, he's just warming up. He's going to play a couple, you know, to get the sound right, you know. And then you could hear his frustration. The third song he doesn't know. The fourth song. The fifth song. He's now fishing in his seat like this, right? And he's bumbling under his breath to, with the people he went with. And then he couldn't take it anymore. I swear to you, I think it was about ten songs in where, honestly, Neil Young was getting a polite clap because most of the people there truly did not. Um, know the songs he was playing or 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 they just didn't want to you know hear them 10th song happens about the guy finally can't take it anymore he stands up in front of everybody right after another one of these songs and it's just a polite you know applause and it's very quiet in the room he stands up and he goes hey neil how about one for us in a tone where he wanted to strangle Neil Young, the place, because they all, the place was all kind of feeling that, to be completely honest with you. And they laughed their asses off and applauded uh, that this guy had the balls to stand up and call out Neil Young for not playing any recognizable songs. And I think later on in the set, if I remember, he he threw a few in, but not, not many, man. Um, I don't know what that tour was about, but he certainly was avoiding a lot of his... Commercial songs. Oh, but the guy just watching him slowly but surely, you know, getting wound up and just fidgeting and getting all worked up, and then finally he could t- take himself and he uh, uh couldn't take it anymore and stood up and said that. Um, I think uh, I think Joe absolutely dips into conspiracy more than he used to in the early days of his podcast. Um, but I support I support him. I mean, he should be able to do his show however he wants. And that's that. It's as simple as that. Censorship sucks. So I can disagree with some of the stuff that Joe Rogan has on his podcast, but I'm a rarity. I can disagree with some of the stuff he has on his podcast, but I can also support the guy. I want to support his right to, to do his show however he feels fit. And then I guess he came out and he's, he even admitted that he's going to try to balance it a little more moving forward. But, man, he's got... He's got a lot of pressure on him right now. A lot of pressure from from pretty much the whole country. People that want him to dig in. Other people that want him to dig out a little bit. Spotify is doing a whole humana 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 thing. So Rogan sort of admitted, all right, maybe I should try to balance this out a little more moving forward. And then I think they're going to put some like disclaimer or something on. That's just to placate to the idiots out there. Oh, there's now a disclaimer. Okay. Okay, we'll move on now. Okay, disclaimer, everybody. Disclaimer on the Rogan Podcast. We're good over here. Okay, what are we attacking next in this country? m and Oh, right, we did that already. Did the m and thing. Uh, let's go after, uh, pancake syrup. That would be stupid. Oh, we did that one already, too? Oh, okay. Oh, boy, we're running out of things to go after. What should we go after next? How about pizza? Shut up. Let Rogan do his stupid show. But it's going to be tougher and tougher, man, because these artists are all jumping on board. All these hippie artists that forgot where they came from when they were against the man and they were against the establishment man. And then what happens? They turn into the establishment. Oh, my God. Everyone's just full of crap. (laughs) And <laughs> Charlie Freddy. Joe should go back to his harmless fake moon landing type conspiracies. There you go. <laughs> Very I like this Charlie, man. Oh, let's talk about athletic greens. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I love athletic greens. It's a green powder. You throw it in water, has all sorts of healthy stuff in it, and that's how I start my day. It's helping me with my gut health, it's giving me more energy. It's helping optimize my immune system. And I got to tell you, I do not like taking vitamins with those big pills. So I don't do that anymore. I drink Athletic Greens. What is this stuff? Why are you saying what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alertness. And don't take my word for it, they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferris. Not Tim Ferris, oh my god, and Michael Gervais. I don't know those guys, but they seem important. I'll be honest. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do visit athleticgreens.com slash opi again that is athleticgreens.com slash to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance hey sam sam how are you man i love you too i think yeah i guess i can love someone i never met i love you too sam sam but you know Well, you can't even say that anymore. Well, what's wrong with loving him that way, Ope? Oh, God, nothing. Are you canceling me? You can't cancel me. I can't fall any further. Well, I guess I could fall further, huh? But I guess you can't even say that anymore. Look, man, whatever you're into, whatever the hell you're into. Actually, I always believed in that. Whatever you're into, as long as you're not hurting yourself or others. That's been one of my mantras my entire life. I mean, I didn't understand some of the things people were doing. But I'm like, hey, as long as they're not hurting themselves or others, keep going, brother band, brother band. Uh, oh, I got another video, too. Speaking, I guess I've gone political a little too much lately, and it just drives people nuts. And these people that attack me, the one thing I want to say to them is there's no fucking way you could have possibly ever been an Opie and Anthony fan because you're wound too tight and you're, you're ready to pounce. I, I mean... I come from a show where we made fun of everything. I mean, everything out there. And now, politically, man, if you make a joke um, to uh, to uh, a politician that uh, th- someone likes, that they- they're not going to allow themselves to laugh over that. They get really mad and defensive immediately and want to attack you. And that's the case with the uh, the Pete Davidson video. That I swear, like I said, I'm finding these older videos. To put on Instagram Reels because um, Instagram Reels is a it's a it's, it's a pretty good marketing tool. It's it's actually helped uh, grow the podcast numbers because I'm putting a few clips up there every once in a while from the podcast and some of my older stuff, and it's 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 shown a little bit of uh, growth. So some of the marketing people around me, they're they're they absolutely know what they're doing. So I found this Pete Davidson uh, video. I swear to you, I just put it on my Reels because I thought it was funny, but because it's taking a shot at Trump basically pete davidson swears that trump can't read when he hosted snl uh he says there were some some issues with trump and his reading so he tells this story pete davidson whether you think he's funny or not in this clip i think he's really funny and i think he delivers the line perfectly but i well i'll 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 say more after i play the clip but um so i put this on reels and oh my god these people are so angry check it out especially if you haven't seen it in a while uh, Donald Trump. You were telling me I have one story I'm allowed to tell, and it's hilarious. You're, uh, you so, have stories you're not you're all allowed to tell? tell. He doesn't really know how to read, for real. Yeah, and he loves to improv. Yeah. So during like the <clears throat> table read, he like <laughs> before like we were gonna read each before he had to read each line, and he's the host, so he's at everything. Yeah. He would go. Uh, I'm not gonna say this. I think I'm gonna say it the way I want to say it. Is that okay? Is that, is that okay, Lauren? Is it everything? Is all right? And everybody's like, what? Hmm. And then this is my favorite part, is there was a, a sketch that we wrote where he's at Disneyland with his daughter. And the line is, uh, all right, let's get out of here. Turkey legs? Like, let's like go get turkey sure. legs? And he doesn't know how to read. So he went, all right, let's get out of here, turkey legs. <laughs> <laughs> he called his daughter turkey, turkey. legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, you know, obviously it takes a shot at Trump, but I, if I'm going to be fair, the line that SNL wrote for Trump on there where it says, let's get out of here, turkey legs, let's look, like let's go get turkey legs, not as funny as, let's get out of here, turkey legs. I, so I think Trump actually made that line um, a lot funnier, to be honest with you there. But that fucking video. I mean, it's just funny to me. And whether you don't like Pete or not, that's fine. But but he delivered that line perfectly and told that story perfectly for the old uh, for the old version of the radio show. There are a few other things I want to talk about. Oh, I was going I guess I pissed people off because I, I I went after Tucker Carlson with one of my Instagram reels. People are defending Tucker Carlson because he's this idiot that's basically wants people to rip masks off other people because because they might think differently, even though, you know, damn well, when he's out and about, not only is he vaccinated, he's wearing his mask. But I don't know why, but I guess it goes with the political lines. You got to defend these people no matter what. But cable news you're you're defending a cable news host. They're all despicable, and I mean all both fucking sides. I'm not a CNN. Wa- See, this is I. Can you please listen? If you if you ask me, I will tell you. I list. I listen. I have watched uh, CNN certainly. I have watched MSNB, certainly. Uh, I have watched Fox certainly. Uh, the only one I actually watch these days is Shepard Smith because he's actually doing news. It's not just babbling talking points over and over again and then everyone goes on their social media and recites exactly what they they hear from their favorite cable uh, news host. Um, I like Shepard Smith because he's doing news pretty much from around the world, so you get a whole bunch of stories. So I'm, I like that. And in general, I'm not watching MSNBC, CNN, or Fox that much these days. I just have pretty much have decided I need to get the F away from that garbage. But how can you sit there as a man and think Tucker Carlson is a good dude? He stinks. He stinks. And if he saw you on the street, and I'm talking about his fans, he would spit in your face. That guy doesn't want anything to do with you. Nothing. Ugh. I don't. I just don't understand people. I don't. If you're a conservative and you want to fight for Trump and and uh, and you want to fight for uh, uh, well, I don't believe in mandates either. But you want to you know fight against mandates and you want to fight against the the vaccines. So be it. But th- but you you gotta be honest with yourself when you when you come across a, a jerk or an idiot like Eric Clapton or Tucker Carlson. But for whatever reason, in this uh, society we live in now, we can't do that. We got to defend all people on our side. You are so brutally honest. I really enjoy your channel. Well, my brutal uh, honesty has really, really messed me up. But thank you. I pride myself on that. And I'm not going to lie to you. Some days I just know I can't help myself. Some days I probably should hold back a little bit. But what are you going to do? And and somebody on uh, Instagram, they're like, oh... If you were doing Rogan on a regular basis, you wouldn't be talking like this. I'm like, wow, you just weren't paying attention, were ye? I would call out people all over the place. I mean, in this world, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could do two things at the same time. I could support Rogan, but I could also disagree with some of the shit he's been doing with his show. When I first, uh, uh well. Love is the theme here. When I first fell in love with Rogan, and I was the one that put him on the channel at SiriusXM on the weekends until they famously told me that they don't need Joe Rogan and they don't need Bill Burr. Go look back in the archives. On my uh, YouTube, I I have something called Playlist, and it says Opie's Clips, and that clip is in there. Tell the whole story of the day they told me they don't need Joe Rogan and they don't need Bill Burr. God! And I reminded uh, Scott Greenstein of that very thing. He's the guy that runs programming at Sirius. I go, "Hey, you dope! Rogan was in your hands. He was on your platform, thanks to me. I put him on on weekends on my channel before anyone uh, totally gave a shit about him to the to uh, to this extent. And you famously." Well, you had to write off on it in the end, but you basically said, we don't need Rogan and we don't need Bill Burr. That quote didn't officially come from him, but uh, the people that went to him obviously had to ask, uh, what do we do with the Rogan and the Burr? So he obviously signed off on it in a bad way and said, let him go. Let him go. Great state, you idiot, you could have had fucking Rogan and Burr. But now you're stuck with Howard Stern, seventy years old, talking about anal sex, making everyone puke in their cars as they're trying to get to work. God, are you dumb? Goodbye, everybody. I can't beat that. Later, bitches. If you gave me money, I love you. I love you a lot. Is this still on? I don't even if it. I mean, it's twirling. It might still be on. Boo, 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 boo.